Start with a clap. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put that in the intro. Welcome everyone to the Deeper Into the Woods podcast. Uh, man, I'm excited about today because we've been thinking a lot about um, this idea of how your mindset, the thoughts in your head sort of shape your whole life and everything you do in a day, the problems you face um, and your successes and your failures, everything. Your mindset is kind of in control of all of that. Um, and so I want to talk about that today and hopefully, you know, take take the little bits of information that we've learned along the way. I mean, granted, we're not experts at this. We're yeah, not by any means. We're not. We don't have PhDs in psychology or anything crazy like that. Like we're just literally trying to learn and um, and hopefully, you know, we can share whatever we have learned and inspire you to learn and hopefully share some stuff with us as well. Um so around this idea of mindset and sort of framing the self-talk mm-hmm. in your own mind, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of um, books and podcasts and whatever, you name it, like self-help stuff. Like it's just there's, there's a huge plethora of information out there um, available on this topic. Um, and so... We've been sort of on a journey just as, as our individual people, as well as, um, you know, as a married couple, as parents, you know, trying to actually get to a point where we are in control of our own mind set and thoughts and behaviors um, as a result of those. And, um, you know, I follow a few different podcasts, um, you know, that are sort of in this realm. One of them is Ed Milet. Mm-hmm. Um, I check him out. He's he's a little bit more like on the motivational side, but it, a lot of his stuff is um, kind of geared toward mindset and how to control it and how mm-hmm. to actually use it to your advantage uh, for success. Um, he does a great job, um, and uh, you know a lot of leadership coaching stuff too is all about mindset. And so, um, what are some of the tools that you've discovered along the way too that you can kind of point people to just right off the bat? Um, and whereas, you know, we're, we're kind of gleaning some of this intel from, yeah, well, there's a really popular book called mindset and it kind of breaks down what mindset is. And this particular writer talks about how there's two mindsets. It's either fixed or growth. Mm. That's kind of where it all starts. You either have a fixed mindset or you have a growth mindset. So fixed mindset. One of the things is, um, for fixed is failure is the limit of your abilities is sort of like, that's what a fixed mindset would say. So like if I fail, mm. that's the, that's the end of my abilities. I guess I just can't really that's my do limit. that. Or I just, yeah, yeah, that's my limit. I can't go beyond that. Gotcha. Where a growth mindset would be failure is the opportunity to grow. So you just look at failure as, okay, I failed. Now what can I do different or how can I grow to be able to mm. overcome that failure and like try again or try something different or keep going. Yeah. And this is, uh, this is something that, I mean, we've been even working through with our kids, mm-hmm. right. To, um, you know, with homework and like, right. I think naturally as humans, we're kind of like, I can't do it, you know, right. a little bit. If it gets difficult, if you kind of want to just give up. Like, oh man, like this is hard. I, I can't do it. Yep. Yeah. And so I love that. Um, 
your so mindset basically, of growth versus yeah versus just being stagnant and saying this is my limit right limits versus growth every time you come up to a challenge it's how you look at that challenge and you choose to say okay i'm going to use this opportunity to grow and learn and become better or am i taking this challenge as nope that's my stop stopping point right i'm not going beyond that challenge i guess is kind of yeah and i think of it in the context of of what we do um in our stores you know we're serving coffee every day um, you know, we've been in stores um, where like you just have those days where it's like, mm-hmm. this is my limit, you know, yeah. um, especially me. I mean, as an introvert, like mm-hmm. I've had my limit. Um, but thinking about thinking in hindsight about those times of saying, like, where's the growth? Where's the growth opportunity in this mm-hmm. feeling of being at my limit? Right. Totally. And it's all about how you went into that day even. Right. If you walk in, taking it from a barista standpoint, if you walk into work already feeling maybe you're defeated about something else, maybe you're feeling tired and you're already in that mindset of like, oh, this just sucks. I don't want to be at work today. Your day is probably not going to go good, right? Like, you know how that goes. It just kind of spirals out of control. You just, everything seems like it's going wrong. But if you're walking into work saying, this is a great day, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to get past that feeling and just, and start fresh from the second I walk in the door you can choose then to make everything that day about like optimistic. Right. And so you're saying, Hey, even though I had a setback, that's okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to power through it. I'm going to change my mind about it. I'm not going to let myself live in that kind of like negativity zone. Right. I'm just going to spin it and choose to do the look for all the positive things. Cause most of the time there is positive things around you. But if you're in that negative space in your mind, you can't even see the good things or see the positive. Yeah. You're already in that space. Right. And that's what you're talking about. Like I love, the idea of being um, proactive about it rather mm-hmm. than um, responsive. Yep. So rather than just allowing the circumstance to justify your actions mm-hmm. or to um, kind of be the trigger pull for however right. you're going to feel, it's choosing the way you're going to react before things even happen. Yep. Right? I love that. Like So at the beginning of a day, you're talking about um, ways to set your mind on a course Mm -hmm. for that specific day and say, no matter what the things are that are going to happen today, this is going to be my reaction. This is going to be my feeling about it. And this is going to be my mindset. And so that way you have your whole day's course charted already. Mm -hmm. And there's no, there's no way to to really actually fail in that scenario. right? Right. Right. It's super cool. Yeah. And you just take it then and you adjust, right? If it didn't happen the way you thought it would, if your day didn't go how you planned it, something, a roadblock got thrown in your way, mm-hmm. you just adjust, right? And make it, make it something good. Yeah. And I mean, I, that, and granted, like that sounds really nice, right? right? Like, let's just right. do it. Cool. Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. Just think it. Yeah. But there's really like, that's hard work mm-hmm. um, because I mean, I think, I hope, you know, it's not just me, but I think lots of people, everyone maybe, um, has this innate thing that just takes things to the negative right away or right. like you're just sort of reactive about your feelings um, and you allow people or other things to influence your feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, but making that choice of saying, I'm going to take a proactive stance on something or I'm going to change it before it happens, that takes work and that takes effort and it's not easy. It's actually hard, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's doing the work ahead of time. Um, One of the things that I really like that Ed Milet talks about 
Um, is he, I'm probably going to totally butcher this concept. Um, so correct me, but, um, he talks about this thing, uh, this mechanism in your brain. He calls it, uh, the prover, but I think it's called the reticular activating system or something like that. Um, and so essentially what it is, is, um, it's a mechanism in your mind that is sort of looking to prove your thoughts Mm -hmm. and your emotions true. Mm -hmm. So in your day, if you have negative thoughts, if you have um, self doubt, Mm -hmm. like I can't do it, I don't think I'm cut out for this or everyone else is better than me, whatever those thoughts are, this part of your brain is actually in, you know, in the world ahead of you, essentially through your eyes, looking for clues and right. evidence to make that true, to right. prove that case. Yep. So if that's what your mindset is already is negative, you're, and then you have that one failure or whatever, like someone, right. you know, says something to you and you're like, Oh dude, like I totally failed at that. I forgot to send the thing or whatever. Um, the prover, the reticular activating system says, boom, that's it. You are a failure. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm proving it true right now. Yep. Um, but it works in reverse too, right? right? So if your mindset is already positive, if it's already growth mindset, now your reticular activating system is actually on the lookout for, okay, I'm going to look for things that are going to prove that narrative right. true. Like, it, like he's putting these things into, my, mm-hmm. into me. Like, what are the things that are true? And now you have that growth mindset and you have that same thing happen to you where you forget to send the thing like, oh, boom, there's a growth opportunity. And now it's a positive outcome. Right. Like, I'm going to be so much better tomorrow Mm -hmm. because that thing happened today. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's just this complete opposite shift, just a 180 degree turn, the opposite direction from negativity to positivity. And, but I just thought that that Mm -hmm. concept of like, there's actually this little like mechanism in your mind that's looking for this stuff, um, to be true. Yeah. And to take that a step further or add on to that, it, your brain actually has to be rewired. So Mm -hmm. if you're constantly someone that is living that negative mindset or thought pattern, it does take work to break out of it. It's yeah. not just a simple choice one day to say, okay, now I'm going to think positive. Right. It's actually actively choosing to think positive on a regular basis until your brain is rewired. Yeah. So your brain is either, you know, all the negative thoughts basically create these pathways in your brain for more negative thought. Yeah. Same with mm-hmm. positive. So it's actually a practice that you have to do and it has to be like a discipline for a while in order to get to the place where you can think th- that way if you're someone who thinks more on the negative side. Yeah. And it's not only thinking necessarily, but it's the self-talk. Right. Right. And yep. like actually creating those, those neuro pathways mm-hmm. with self-talk. And it sounds really stupid, but like the actual idea of looking at yourself in the mirror and, right. and talking to yourself yeah. Yeah. and speaking the actual words that are true over yourself. Right. Like you are the best you right now, or you can do this and just saying that over and over, you will believe it. Right. And then your prover is actually looking to prove that. Right. And then it takes reps of that. It takes a ton of reps. Like I'm no, I'm not great at this either. Like I'm still trying. I'm probably the worst. Like I have so much negative thoughts in my mind Mm -hmm. and I think we all do. Yeah. Um, and so this is just something that really excited me as a way to like understand it. Because I think this mm-hmm. I- idea of mindset could kind of become a little bit ominous and just yeah. out there and 
um, sort totally. of hard to understand. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so this kind of gave me a little bit of legs to stand on yeah, to go, totally. okay, I think I get that. It makes sense. Yeah. If I have all these negative self-talk and negative thoughts, like, like that's why it's showing up so often in my life. Cause like it's boom, there's, there's evidence of it. There's evidence right. of it. You're I constantly do suck, proving yourself you know? that you're, you're right. That yeah. You have, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And so it's like the self-talk and the, your thoughts are really important because it sets the, the, um, the playing field, like mm-hmm. the ground level for who you can be. Right. So you have to start with yourself and internal ideas and, and mindset is really, really important because that's where all the rest of the stuff will come from. Yeah. I think the self-talk thing is really important. I'm someone who, yeah, at first I'm like, that sounds silly, right? Yeah. But I remember uh, this actually happened like for me in my life. Someone told me that. They were like, every time you look in the mirror, smile at yourself. And yeah. I'm like, that's so weird. Like, really? Yeah. That's like, that's feeling uncomfortable. But I just started doing it. I just made myself do it. And it's true. Like every time I do it, I just laugh. And we know that like smile and laughter, like it does, it elevates your mood right away, even if you're doing that to yourself. Yeah. And it's crazy how even that small thing can totally like change even that moment or that day that you're feeling maybe down or you're feeling depressed or that sort of thing. Like if you make yourself do that, you can like almost break yourself out of that which is kind of a crazy thought because yeah. I think most of us just live in that if that's happening, right? And you kind of just like let it happen to yourself. But the fact that you actually have control and power over yourself and your mind and you can do things to help yourself get back to that positive space. Yeah, totally. And I think even, so just the act of looking in the mirror and smiling mm-hmm. at yourself, it's weird enough to kind of make you laugh at yourself. Right. And so it's like this, this little joy maker yeah. thing right there. Right. Totally. And so, and no one else is there. Like, like, you know, it's just you and, and you, <laughs> you right. and your reflection <laughs> and you're you so and your concerned about who's going to see you or something. It's just you there. Yeah. And like your reflection is going to judge you or something like that's just a, such the stupidest thing to, right. to think about. But that, that's a perfect example of like even a negative thought. Like, yeah this is silly. Like, why would I do that? Who's, who's watching? Like you're the only one there. Right. And And we're all in our own heads all the time with this narrative, right? Whether we all have different narratives and we all have those thoughts, we're all thinking something all the time internally. Right. So I think it's just good to, to kind of stop and think about it. Yeah. And I like that you shared that story too, because it's like for me too, like I'm I'm on my own journey of like self discovery and trying to figure out, like who I, who I am, mm-hmm. like me as a person. Um, and cause I think a lot of my uh, upbringing and adulthood has been sort of other people shaping me into like what they wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never really took, taken the time and, um, made me in as who I wanted to be, you know, mm-hmm. or allowed, um, those things to, influence me yes but but make the decision to grow in the areas that I want to grow in rather right. than like feel like I have to like fall into some mm-hmm. you know pathway that other people want and I think that happens a lot where it's like hey, this is the expectation on me and this is who I need to be because of my job or my um you know my family or, mm-hmm. or all of the things that are influencing your life right um but man like for me like I'm just discovering that I need to have my own identity outside of those things mm-hmm. intrinsically just connected to me so that I can show up as me in those contexts and right. influence that context, Yeah, you know? Um, and so I'm, I mean, I'm midway through that journey, you know, I'm not by, 
by any means like arrived anywhere, but, but mindset and like the, the actual, um, method of like talking to yourself in the way that is going to make you better Mm -hmm. is, is really important. Um, and some days are better than others for me. Like I, I let stuff get to me. I, I definitely have a ton of work to do for sure, especially in this season. Um, but, but ultimately I can see the path forward and I think, I think a lot of people are in that same spot. So that's yeah. kind of where I want to meet. Yeah. Meet everybody. I think that just, I think for me, just arriving at the point of my mindset is my choice mm, is yeah. the biggest thing for me, like that I had to come to that. It's like, I think a lot of us, yeah, like just kind of, you just kind of like float through life and you almost, and you also let a lot of people influence you, mm-hmm. which is good. It can be great, right? To have influence yeah. in your life. And if you're choosing who that influence is though, right? Yeah. You're not just letting anyone that comes into your life be this big influence. You're saying, wait, I'm choosing to let this be, and this is the right influence. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm choosing my thoughts and you know what I'm, what I'm telling myself. It's a choice first. It's not just something you live with. Yeah. And I think it's a, also it could be the difference between you know, someone who you choose to have influence over you versus someone who's dictating your circumstances Mm -hmm. or someone who's dictating your life. Right. You know, like if, especially in the negative context, like if you have like a, a family member or someone that's just, um, super toxic or like the world you live in is just generally Mm -hmm. toxic, um, with friend groups and things like that. Um, and that's obviously going to influence you, but it's, but what's happening is that is dictating your future. Right. Like you're going to be the compilation of your circumstances mm-hmm. and your environment. And so if that doesn't change, yeah. you're not going to change. You're right. actually only going to get worse. Yeah. Another yeah. big influence right now in our world is social media. And yeah. you're choosing what you look at all the time too. Mm-hmm. And it can almost be like a trap sometimes though. You just kind of fall into, you're looking at this stuff, you're scrolling through your phone all the time. And what yeah. is that actually doing to your brain? And what is it doing to your mindset? And are you filling, are you yeah. choosing to fill your own mind with positive, good things? Or are you letting that even <laughs> influence who you are, what you're thinking, um, that sort of thing? You totally just reminded me of something. Um, it's kind of an interesting idea and I've never really thought about it before. Um, but the psychology of this, I think has an impact on what we're talking about. Um, so take like Facebook, for example, and you talk about like, um, you know, having a feed of, of whatever, of stories or, um, of videos Mm -hmm. and on Facebook, like it's sort of, who uses Facebook? Uh, (laughs) I'm know. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, so let's switch to Instagram. <laughs> We're old people. <laughs> oh man, Mark's laughing at us. We are old. He's still young. Uh, we, I mean, we use Facebook. Let's just pretend that Facebook still exists. Um, so, I mean, whatever you click on, like within the context of Facebook, um, so Facebook goes, okay, Ryan likes this type of stuff. Right. So it's going to keep serving yeah. me that kind of stuff, right? And so if I click on something negative or something like, it was, that, I mean, politics is all over the place, like some sort of like political thing, like it's going to give you more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in essence, it's sort of like, it's serving you up your own Kool-Aid, right. you know, over and over again. It's creating this sort of false reality mm-hmm. where, oh, this is, this is the world. Like, I see it right in front of me, yeah. this whole feed. Like, this must be what's going on. But no, it's been curated for you. Yeah. It's your own decision that's driving that. Right. And so that's important to realize, yeah. like, 
if you are attracted to these negative things or like a particular um, like political bent or anything, like you're just going to get that stuff fed to you right. over and over again in those social media channels. So, um, so why not step out of that? Yep. You know, why not get into the actual real world where real people are talking to each other face to face with, with like facial expressions and all yep. sort of things like, you know, like the emojis are these things that were created to mimic actual faces. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at real faces again. Yeah. Um, and that sounds like an old person, you know, it's like, like a boomer thing. I'm not a boomer, but you know, essentially it's like, um, get in front of real people and actually have real conversation because that's going to shape you into who you actually want to be with specific people that you invite into your life. I want you, I see you, I kind of want what you have, you know, take someone who's going to mentor you and say, I want you to pour into my life. I want you to influence my life. I want you to actually you know, take me from where I am to where I could be and inviting someone into that journey with you. Social media is not going to do that for you. It's going to, it's going to be a person. It's going to be someone that you trust. Um, and the other side of that though, is actively pushing aside the, the toxic negative, um, things or like, even anything that makes you think differently about yourself than you should really. Sometimes I don't think you think of it as negative right off the bat, right? Right. Maybe you're looking at a feed and you're just seeing a certain type of person that you're not and you maybe wanted oh, want to good. be all the time, but yeah. it's like, but you're never going to be that person. You shouldn't even want to be that person. Okay. So that's Instagram. Why are you looking at right? their stuff all the time? Right. Yeah. Cause it makes you kind of feel bad about yourself. You're and following it's like, this person. That's, that's you're like, Oh real. man, I wish I could be like them. Right. Dude, they're not what they right. look like. That's not real life. <laughs> yeah. And we all kind of know that. I think we know, like, it's even like a thing. Like, you know, that's my Instagram life. This is my real life. And people are sort of seeing that, that dichotomy or like the the chasm between those two worlds. But you have to be careful with it, right? Yeah. And so you have to be realistic about it and you have to actually, like we're saying, control your own mindset, be mindful of who you are letting influence your life, you know? And another thing with the social media stuff or just phone general screen time stuff Um, I've learned a lot about that um, from different YouTube videos and stuff more recent about how right now in the day and age we live in, we're constantly inputting information into our brain, like Mm -hmm. 24 seven information is being put in and we, most of us don't ever allow time for our brain to just like chill, like relax, be bored. We're always wanting something to like stimulate our brain, Mm -hmm. but that's actually really not good for our brains. Your brain needs like downtime where it thoughts can wander and this is how your brain then like connects these dots or like basically puts these like puzzle pieces back together. Yeah. So you're looking at like even like just brain health, thought health Mm -hmm. from that perspective. Um, there's a a doctor that I listen to. Her name is Dr. Caroline Leaf and she's written lots of books about this stuff and she sums it up in a really great way. You can go check her out on like YouTube and stuff. Um, but she says even 16 minutes a day is all you need of literally just like sitting somewhere with nothing being input where your brain can just wander and your thoughts can just be. And so your brain has a chance to basically, yeah, like connect all these dots that need to be connected Yeah. with everything that's happened in the day and everything you've put in your brain. And you'll see a huge difference in your life if you do this. Um, and I've tried to do it on and off. It's like really hard. You think 16 minutes, like that's not a big deal, right? That's not, (laughs) yeah, but it really is like Mm -hmm. for us, 
because we are constantly doing something or inputting some sort of information, right? Mm -hmm. You sit down for even five minutes. What do you want to do right away? You want to grab your phone. Yeah. Like that's what your, your brain tells you to do that, but it's because you've trained your brain, right? It's mm -hmm. a habit. You form this habit where you always just go to your phone in any second that you don't have something to do versus letting your brain have a break. And also with boredom, I've learned something interesting about boredom as well. And I don't remember who did this video, but someone, I think it was a Ted talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I remember that Ted talk. And yep. how if your brain is never bored, it can never be creative. Mm -hmm. And so if you're never getting to that point, you're also never going to be creative. And if you're someone who needs to be creative for maybe your work, yeah. you know, are you, are you even getting your, are you even getting yourself to the place where you can be? Cause yeah. your brain's so bogged down by things that you can't even get it to that free space where it can be creative. Totally. So just some interesting things that I've learned kind of going back to the whole mindset brain, these things all kind of go together. Yeah. It's all, it all, it all adds up to a life, you know, it adds up to like <laughs> the real world. Yeah. And something... But ultimately it's the choices we're making, right? It's all yeah. a choice. It's mm -hmm. all our choices that add up to this point of, am I healthy in my mindset and my thoughts or am I unhealthy in my mindset and my thoughts? Yeah. And sort of disregarding perceptions mm -hmm. of, um, you know, uh, like you brought up like the, the space for creativity thing. Obviously like that's big, like that strikes a chord with me because that is my world. Um, as a, you know, director of marketing at Woods here, um, like my job is to sort of lead the creativity of my team. Mm -hmm. Um, and we cannot do that if we're just on the hamster wheel right. every day, right. um, you know, cranking out projects. It's just impossible because you're at, you're, your mindset, your mindset is, is in this sort of like get it done, mm -hmm. like just do it sort of thinking process. Yep. Um, but creativity isn't that. It's, it's dreaming and it's, yep. it's outside the box and it's um, sort of almost whimsical and there's no rules. Mm -hmm. there's, no, uh, there's no failure on the other side of it. You know, yeah. there's just like, let's just like think of stuff. And you can't do that until you've had a, a really good amount of downtime of uh, kind of brain rest mm -hmm. um, like you're talking about. Um, yeah. I've seen that's been huge for me and my team. Um, and I take, I mean, I've been doing that. I've been taking an entire day of the week mm -hmm. and dedicating it to not doing any tasks for that week right. or for that day. Yep. No like emails or if I got something going on, I'll check email, whatever. But, but it's one day of the week that my brain is allowed to dream mm -hmm. and daydream. And I'll right. maybe work on little things that, that, um, that I like to do that don't take my brain power. Mm -hmm. Like I like to do like little projects and stuff that are creative that, are, you know, build things or whatever. Um, but just that allows my brain to be free to think cause it's not being inputted all right. the time. It's I'm now sort of processing. Yeah, or it's not on a specific task, right? Cause there's yeah. that part too. Yeah. Specific task versus just yeah, but that's creative. been that's been big for me and just my own mindset. Because I've tried things along mm -hmm. along the way of like, man, like I I feel like my brain can't keep up with my workload sometimes. Right, you know, especially being kind of introverted and mm -hmm. um, being around people all the time. But I never really was able to get to a point where it was like this is the rhythm that I needed until I started giving my brain that day of like processing time because yeah. it just needed to sort of chew on all that stuff. Yeah. I think for every person it's different. Like yeah. what you need to get there is different. And that's where you have to just start down that journey and that path of who am I? What do I need? What can I do? Small steps. It takes time. 
It takes effort. Mm-hmm. It's just a daily choice. And choice, yeah. Yeah, and so you kind of have to build your own, like what works for you, right? But mm-hmm. I would encourage everyone that's listening to this to try some of this stuff. Try taking a brain break, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, or making try, it a part of your rhythm. Yeah, part of your yeah. rhythm. Try even five minutes a day for a while or whatever it is. Um, also try that, like, yeah, just choosing at the beginning of your day, really mm-hmm. setting your mind for the day, not just letting yourself run out the door and it just happen. Um, just some of those little things. And then you kind of start seeing the difference and seeing like kind of results from it. It's kind of like working out. And then you're like, okay, I want more of this. I want, I'm going to take the next step. I'm going to keep looking into this and learning about it and keep choosing this way so that I can just be, yeah, the best person I can be. Yeah. And it goes back to the, we talked about this a little bit, um, like you're to choose joy Mm -hmm. in your life and how impactful that is and that it actually is a choice. I think we all like get hung up on this, sort of like we want to be happy um, thing. I don't know what that is, but it's just something that I think most people want to be happy. Yeah. But they're always looking to be happy for everything that's influenced their life. Like, like it's like everyone else and everything else determines if you're happy or not. I think we can fall into that mm-hmm. versus saying, I'm just going to choose joy. I'm going to choose to be joyful in my life and the things I'm doing and enjoy what I'm doing, enjoy my life. And then that also spreads to other people and that's how you can be that influence for somebody else and be that positive influence in their life yeah versus maybe a negative one but that's a choice you can make not only for yourself but for others mm-hmm. yeah i'm actually really lifting cool. people up rather than pushing them down so that you can be you know elevated in yeah. some way yeah yeah that could i mean that comes back to the servanthood model that that you know everything that we do is sort of based mm-hmm. on but um but hitting on um just that that mindset is a choice thing. Yeah. It, it comes back to that every single time. You have to choose it, and you have mm-hmm. to choose it daily, yeah. um, or you know, multiple times a day, um, to make it something that you're actually going to do and mm-hmm. and proactively, you know, go after. Yep, um, absolutely. And it's a struggle. Like, mm-hmm. let's just be real about that. It's not easy. Yep. Um, but yeah, what a crazy topic. I don't think it's like. Um, insurmountable in any way, mm-hmm. but I do think it's going to take a lot of work. And so I would say, get um, get yourself in front of as much resource as you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yep. essentially what we're doing. Um, it's just sort of going after the people that kind of are a few steps ahead of you, or maybe like way a, a smarter mile than ahead you. Of you. <laughs> yeah, but I don't yeah. even think it has to be someone with a PhD. It just has to be someone that's that's down that same path. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, like like <laughs> we we didn't study. That. I'm no psychology major. Um, I like, I like to learn, but, um, I don't necessarily have, you know, years and years and years and years of experience in this area, but you can kind of intrinsically know, like, this is just a good thing. Like Mm -hmm. you have to be able to, um, to make things palatable for, for us normal people, you know, like not like most people aren't PhD certified anything. So it's like, how do we, how do we talk about these things in real terms and like, Mm -hmm. um, and actually give you know, just, just some yeah. good little nuggets of totally. something just to kind of get things going, um, for people. Cause I think so often there's just so many of us that are just stuck in a rut mm-hmm. or allowing ourselves to just kind of float like a leaf in the wind, um, yeah. you know, through life. And it could be so much better. It could just literally be so much better. So, so let's choose that. Yep. Let's choose joy and choose to, um, to, to work on our mindset and and speak life into ourselves and speak positivity into our lives mm-hmm. and actually do this daily so that we can see the results from it yep. so that we can actually prove that that it's real yep. and uh 
and, and it spreads, and that, right? And yeah, that spreads. spreads and it influences everyone yeah. else on your staff team. It influences your friends. And now you are the cultivator of joy in your yep. little community. Yep. Um, and that's only good. Like nothing bad comes from that. Right. <laughs> you know totally. I mean? Yeah. Totally. So anyways. Speaking of people yeah. who spread joy and like are just awesome. I got a story to share. Um from Rachel, the manager of Flatiron. She tends to give Gonna us a lot awesome. of stories these days because she's just Cause she's awesome. that great. Talk about mindset. She's got a killer mindset. Rachel was on the podcast. If yeah. you haven't seen her episode, go back and look at it because it is a really good yeah. one. She's, she's, she's pretty incredible. Okay, so she sent me this story, um, just a guest sort of story from her store. Um, so I'll just read this, uh, what she wrote me. So this is Rachel speaking. Um, We have had three guests that just received housing. We have been able to walk alongside them in their journey. Some days they would enjoy a cup of coffee. Other days they just need a safe and warm place to be. We have had the opportunity to walk alongside them in the most difficult times and celebrate the small achievements along the way. To see people go from not having a home to having a place to call their own is a really rewarding journey. We get to provide these amazing folks with a little housewarming gift, a gift card and a reusable coffee mug to continue to support their journey. This is crazy that we get to, to be some of the first people to celebrate them in their stage, in this stage of their lives. Hmm. And that's all just by these people coming into their store, you know, that first interaction of serving them a cup of coffee. But that team has just taken a step further right they've gotten to know these people they know exactly what's going on in their lives and they've been able to be supportive of these people who are their guests and impact their lives in this really significant way which is just so cool yeah and a little context i mean rachel is our one of our managers kind of in a downtown area Mm -hmm. of bellingham where there's kind of a larger uh homeless transient population Mm -hmm. um in the area and uh um i think you know, that group of people can really be um, sometimes looked down upon in certain ways. Yep. And so she has taken the extreme opposite approach and just welcomed them in and um, has made such amazing choices yeah. um, to have a different mindset about, um, you know, the people that are coming into her store and how she can actually influence their lives. And yep. she's actually taking, a, taking huge strides to, to see it through. And to do life with the people who are coming into our store. Um, And then that is just like the best, the good stuff right there. And talk about mindset. Like that's something we can all learn from. Yeah, absolutely. I think, but for real, if you haven't listened to Rachel's podcast or seen it, she shares some of those stories and she shares her heart about it. Um, Go back and listen to that um, a few episodes back. Um, Sure. But um, man, what an incredible way that uh, just your frame of mind can change an entire community mm-hmm. or an entire group of people for the better. Um, and she's just now sort of starting to see the fruit of that, you know, being yeah. able to celebrate someone who's gotten, you know, a home for the first time mm-hmm. after um, a long time of homelessness is pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and talk about a, a community that is around people that wouldn't otherwise have it. Right. Man, I, yeah. I stink and love that. That yeah. is so good. So cool. Um, good job, Rachel. Man, you are setting the bar higher and higher, and the rest of us are trying to jump to reach it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so keep pushing. Keep pushing yeah. it up. Yeah. We're so incredibly grateful to have you on staff. 
Um, yeah, I think that's it. Thank you for the story. Yeah. Thank you for being on my podcast today. <laughs> oh, wait, it's your podcast. It's our podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so excited you made it through this whole thing. Um, I hope that it has been beneficial to you. If it has, uh, would you just uh, review this podcast? Like it, subscribe to it, um, and share it with your friends. That'd mean, that'd mean a lot to us um, as we start to push this out and get it uh, into the, the eyes and ears of other people so they can learn from it. So thanks so much. Do those things for us. Uh, and then we'll see you in a couple weeks with the next episode. See you then. Bye-bye.